Today's first reading is from Revelation, chapter 14, beginning at the sixth verse. Then I saw another angel flying directly overhead with an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who dwell on earth, to every nation and tribe and language and people. And he said with a loud voice, fear God and give him glory because the hour of his judgment has come and worship him who made heaven and earth the sea, and the springs of water. This is the word of the Lord. We read responsively Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. The epistle reading is from Romans chapter 3, beginning at the 19th verse. Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be stopped and the whole world may be held accountable to God. For by works, of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe, for there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because of his divine forbearance, he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Then what becomes of our boasting? It is excluded. By what kind of law? By a law of works? No, but by the law of faith. For we hold that one is justified by faith apart from works of the law. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand as we join in singing our Alleluia. Yeah. 
Holy Gospel according to St. John, the eighth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will be free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you this day from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Wow, talk about a hymn with a lot of beef to it, right? A lot of theology, a lot of strength, and it forces us to look at ourselves in a new way, to see that we might think that we are good inherently, but God's word declares that we are sinners through and through. And that God's word also proclaims that there is a Savior who will die in our place to fulfill the letter of the law that we cannot even get close to. So today on this Reformation Day, it's good for us to remember these essential truths the truths that are so powerful for our faith, but also the truths that do not lie, do not change, do not transform, but rather are always true. Today in our world, we see truth being turned upside down. We see a world that doesn't like truth. It certainly doesn't like truth that points out the wrongness of our actions. We see that all around us where we excuse the travesty of sin in people's lives. Oh, that's just the way it is. You know, that this is just their truth. Ugh, people, get over that. Their truth? as if there is some special truth that only they have? That somehow that they are more wise than all the centuries of Christians? All the people of God throughout time and space? That somehow that they have the truth? I cannot tell you how often we hear that, though, these days. You know, they're just sharing their truth. In all honesty, what they're sharing is their opinion and covering it up with the sounding of truth. Let's face it, we all have opinions, we all have things in our minds and in our hearts that pine to get out. 
that, you know, that if it just would go this way, things would be better. That would be our opinion. But only God's word delivers a truth that is for all ages. A truth that shows, yes, it is our sin that separates us from God. A truth that shows that we are the rotten apple in the heap. The truth that shows us in the mirror all our mistakes, all our lies and deceptions. And there we see the truth that if we were saved by works, by our good intentions, then boy, we'd look shining in that mirror. But in all honesty, when we look into the mirror of God's word, we don't see that about ourselves. We see that everyone has fallen short of the glory of God. No one can attain his righteousness and his demands for purity and goodness. So what do we do? What do we do when we can't live up to something? Well, certainly we have to lower the bar some, don't we? Isn't that the way of the world? If things are not going right and I can't jump the high jump, well, let's make it a low jump, shall we? Or let's not even make it a jump at all. I can walk through the hoops and get there. You see, you and I, we hold that God's word does not change. That his limits, that his words do not come down to our level, but still hold a level that is pure and righteous, a level that is not available for you and I on our best of days to attain. I mean, can you just see me trying to do the high jump? Dare say gravity would have something to say about that, let alone the broken bones. You see, God's law is indeed a high standard, a standard that he has established not to punish us, but rather so that we understand even better how far we have fallen. And in our fallen estate, we might look to and self-deceive ourselves about where we actually stand. You know, that boy, I am so much better than you, but in all honesty, you're just two inches further out the door in the barnyard. You haven't made it out of the muck, and nor will you. Now, that's a heavy word, isn't it? That if it depended on us for our salvation, no one would be saved. But God doesn't leave it there. God sent his son, his one and only son, the one who would speak truth to the world, would speak truth to say, Yes, you're a sinner. Yes, you've fallen short. 
but God still has not forgotten you. That God still reaches out toward you. And God has provided a means by which you may be saved. Namely, in his Son, the very truth of God made evident. You see, as human beings, we're apt to put on our good works to cover up our sinful nature. But God takes away all those things and shows us as we are and yet chooses to redeem us. Not because we look pretty, not because we have done so much better than anybody else, not that God lowered his standard, but that God sent one who would meet his standard who would meet that high level of righteousness and purity. Jesus, the pure Son of God, who, because he is God, can atone for everyone of all time and places. And because he is human, can come under the law and substitute his precious blood for ours. You see, imagine the height and the depth of God's love for you and for me this day. That God would send his son in this way to encounter the horrors of this world and to, yes, set his foot in the trap of sin and darkness in this world in order to pay the price for all. What an amazing God we have who would do that much for you and I. That's why I was encouraging you all to get the red on today to remind you about the blood of Christ shed for you, that God's blood covers you fully from head to toe, that God has done what is needed for your salvation, and he did it all out of love for you. Reaching down as far as the most pure thing could reach into the most horrible manure pit, God reaches and yanks us out. He places us on our feet. He cleanses us and wraps us up in his goodness. And now, because of that, now he says, I'm going to give good works for you to do that I've prepared for you to do. You know, we don't put the buggy in front of the horse and say good works come first. No, God's action comes first, then good works follow. Faith is a gift from God that God has given to us, a willingness and an ableness to trust in him. His truth, which surpasses all human truth. Let me get back onto my subject of truth, right? Because, you know, that's sort of my, uh, my preaching thing today because it gets under my skin so much that we say that the truth is this and this, but yet the only truth that matters for salvation is Jesus. Jesus. 
He is the way and the truth. And only through him are we saved. You see, we needed the written code of God's law to show us his level of righteousness, his legal requirement. But we also needed his written word to provide us an understanding of his payment for our sin. That it's by his grace alone that we are saved. Through faith, which he also gives us, so that we now can walk in righteousness and light. So today, on this Reformation Day, cherish the gift that God has given to you. The gift of life and forgiveness and hope. A life that has been redeemed. A hope that points you to the security of heaven at last. And you and I, for us to be grateful to a God, to be grateful and full of praise and thankfulness, right? To rejoice in the Lord and to give thanks to his holy name. For only he could provide us something to celebrate today. We celebrate his love for us as revealed in the Holy Scriptures that tells us it's by grace alone, through faith alone, in Scripture alone, to the glory of God alone. So may you and I, whenever we see red in this world, and golly gee, here in Georgia and South Carolina, you can see a lot of red, even in the dirt. We remember the blood of Christ shed for us for the forgiveness of our sins. And may you and I, when we see such things, give thanks to God for his Son, our Savior, our beautiful Savior, Jesus. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, guide our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.